It's Sports Bazaar. I'm going to kick back and enjoy this. Some of these stories, you would say, that cannot be true. The hunt for the weirdest. It's a real rollercoaster ride, this one, isn't it? <laughs> it makes Game of Thrones look like a sitcom. <laughs> Strangers. Hang on. He's on another level. What are you doing? <laughs> a lot of our stories that start with someone fleeing moneylenders. Most unbelievable. This is a car crash. <laughs> stories to ever occur. We'll stop this right now. <laughs> it's just carnage. That is the densest bit of mayhem. So many subplots <laughs> in this story. In the world of sport. I think we're learning that embarrassment is not something. Sports bizarre. A naked fan ran onto the field and slid into second base. <laughs> no, I don't drink water. I cannot stand drinking water. I am the president of everybody. I am the president of the whole FIFA. <laughs> Opened his mouth and a sparrow flew out. It's time for the leaders of the hunt. It's really simple. Get there early, get the good back. It's Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports Bazaar with my good self, Mick Malloy. And, of course, as always, doing the heavy lifting, Titus O'Reilly. How are you, Titus? I'm um, well. We're coming off our three-parter. I love the, the James Hunt. James Hunt, the, the driver. One of my favourite stories. Larger than life. I, yeah. Again, we live in the wrong era. <laughs> this is the one thing. All, all these stories just teach oh, you that geez. you should have been born before mobile phones and cameras. Correct. And he wouldn't be able to do that stuff today. No. no one would. And the most underrated, or at least I'd never known anything about them, but yeah. the Hesketh Racing, I would have done anything to be part of that. <laughs> That's what it's all about as far as I'm concerned. Uh, now, okay, uh, as that disappears in the rear vision mirror, what is looming on the horizon? Well, you may remember a while ago we did an episode on the strangest clauses in sporting contracts. I love that. And you had some really weird ones. Yeah. And it was a great way to bounce along a lot of different Give us an example. Of what one of well, one of my favourites was Manny Ramirez, yes. a baseballer who in his contract he had to have 24-7 access to sushi at all times. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> the contract was null and null void. Null and void. Like it was. I can't see sushi. What I've ordered it? it and it's not here. Wow. You're in breach of contract. So I was thinking about that. And one of the ones I've always loved is how often athletes get injured, but in weird and mysterious ways. Sure. So today we're going to look at the weirdest and strangest sport injuries of all time. Oh, I love it. So this isn't your standard ACL. I've gone down. This no. isn't one. I've... And it's how they often get injured. Yeah, that is okay. big. And it's on field or off field or can it be either? Some on field, but a lot off. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of malarkey going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that leads All to right. a lot of things. Far away. Let's begin small. Sammy Sosa, who is the famous baseballer, he once sneezed so violently that he sprained a ligament in his back. <laughs> From a sneeze? From a sneeze. And this has happened a few times across various put him sports. Out? Was he put out? Him out? Yeah, put him out. It's something that you expect someone who's old to say. Sure. Like, you know, I sneezed and broke three ribs. <laughs> How old are you, 80? <laughs> but not a sportsman. Not a sports person at the top of his game. So that's an example of where some of these go. Now, you right might remember the Olympic swimmer Ryan Lockday. Yeah, I do. Who got in trouble in Brazil, Brazil. I think, remember? You were over there in he Rio at the time. falsely reported a I think bashing a bashing at, at, at a, a petrol, petrol station. station. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, that, so an interesting character. But he had one where he once tore his MCL and sprained his ACL in his knee. Mm. So fairly serious knee injury yes. out for like a year sometimes for that. 
Now, what happened is an excited fan saw him, and she's a teenage girl, and she ran up to him and jumped into his arms. Oh, no. And they both toppled over in the process. She was fine, but he had his knee on the curb and the girl was unharmed. And so he actually tore his MCL and he got an ACL sprayed from catching a fan. And At least it, that's the story he told. That would be out for some time. Out for some time. <laughs> Catching a fan. Yeah. It happened at a petrol station. <laughs> yes. Now, there's a guy called who we almost need to do a whole episode on this guy. He's a baseballer called Kevin Mitchell. He had caused an injury in May 1997. He was with the Cleveland Indians. A teammate, Chad Curtis, was sick of listening to a rap song that Mitchell was playing because it had some lyrics that he objected yes. to, he came off and shut off the clubhouse stereo, turned okay. off the music. Had enough. Mitchell gets up and they get in a fight exchanging punches and Mitchell throws Curtis over a ping pong table. <laughs> it's like a Western brawl. <laughs> yeah, injuring his th- Over it or into it. It would be good if it collapsed under his weight. Yeah, sort of like a wrestling one, like yeah, the Spanish yeah, yeah. announcer's table in a wrestling match. <laughs> Anyway, Curtis sustained a bruised right thumb in the fight and he's placed on the 15-day disabled list. But Kevin was also quite injury-prone himself, right? So as well as injuring other people, uh, he would often do this. And they're often in weird ways. One time he needed emergency dental work on a tooth that was damaged when he tried to eat a chocolate donut. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine telling the team, Doc... I'm out. Now, the right. reason that happened is he put... Chocolate donut. <laughs> Chocolate jam donut. He put it in the microwave. Yeah. Okay. Right? And he said that then when he put it in the chocolate, all went was boiling hot and went into his tooth. And he obviously had some crack or fissure in there. Yes. It ended up with him in the dentist chair having root canal surgery. <laughs> all because of it. Wow. He was always getting in these sort of trouble. One time he was playing and he got hit in the helmet right dead in the middle of the forehead, but it hit his helmet, yeah. right? He was absolutely fine. The helmet did its job. Yeah. Except it flew off after being hit and he then fell over on top of it and did his back. <laughs> Which is kind of amazing. This is nuts. Another time he asked a trainer for eye wash. His eyes were a bit sore. Sure. And inexplicably, someone had put rubbing alcohol in the eyewash bottle. Oh, no. <laughs> and he suffered burns to his eyes. No, that's no good. That's and, no good. And couldn't play. A friend of mine once was cooking Thai food yeah. in chili and then tried to put his contact lenses in. Yes. And it was, without doubt, the most horrific thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so this sounds similar. Well, it's interesting you should say that because yes. – there was another uh, player, second baseman in baseball. A lot of baseball ones in here. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. lot of soccer ones, a lot of baseball ones. They seem to be the two where there's a lot of right. spare time. Brett Barbary, he was the Marlins second baseman. He was making nachos and got juice from a chili in his, on his finger. Right, He then doesn't wash his hands yes. and goes and puts on his contact lenses. And he's temporarily blinded. So there you are. Couldn't open his eyes for a couple of hours, I reckon. Yeah. How bad was your mate when he did it? Russell Gilbert. And he was 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 supposed to be on air on live TV in an hour and he couldn't do it. He he actually couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't, see. He couldn't. It it hurt too much to expose his eyeball to the the air. So... (laughs) He needed a bucket on his head. He'll be happy to know he's not the only one. (laughs) 
There was another guy called Chris Hansen. Now, he was a kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Um, this is only 2003. His manager, his always head coach, Jack Del Rio, he kept a tree stump in the locker room with an axe. Slogan was, keep chopping wood. That was their slogan for the year for the team, which is a terrible slogan. You're a bunch of, yeah, keep chopping wood. Anyway, so a bunch pe- of lumberjacks. So he kept a tree stump and an axe in the locker room as a reminder to keep chopping wood. Okay. I imagine it's just like keep working, keep going. Right. You know, yeah, coaches yeah. are always trying to find get out the job done some way of figuring this out. So the punter Chris Hansen, he was fooling around with the axe and accidentally gashed his leg and required immediate surgery. <laughs> he missed the final eleven games of the season. Kicking leg because of, yeah, exactly couldn't do it. Now another time he got injured and missed out a bit of time because he was the punter and the kicker Jared yeah. Holmes. They're having dinner one evening, and they decided to have a fondue pot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right, I think I know where this is going. Which they moved and dropped onto the tile floor, and it gave them first and second degree burns. burns on their hands and ankles. <laughs> fondue. So. This is so clearly like, the 70s, yeah? This, no, this is in 2002. What? So he's having a fondue anyway. He's having a fondue. Usually you burn your mouth. Imagine going, like, you know, they always have the injury list. It says, yeah, yeah. knee, ankle, fondue. Fondue, <laughs> fondue in Well, you know one of my favourites, Shoah Akhtar, printed the paper, Shoah Akhtar out genital warts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which apparently is a bit slur in well, the thing is the the Pakistan coach and team or cricket authorities that he accused them of saying you weren't shouldn't release that. Yes, it's true, but you announce it to humiliate me, and it broke down their whole relationship. I think it would. It would. Well, if there's a kernel of truth to it, usually you'd say a groin injury. No, they've just spelled it out. Yeah, they actually did. I know. Normally you would just put those a groin injury and everyone yeah. go, oh, okay. Like the groin injury covers a multitude of sins on the injury list. Uh, right. Now this might be incredibly related to all of us. There was a San Diego Padres pitcher, Adam Eaton, and he was trying to open. This is really relatable. Yeah. He was trying to open a DVD case. You know the <laughs> shrink wrap plastic they're in? Yes. <laughs> this is what he told the media. They're in those plastic packages that no one can get open. I was using a little knife to cut it and slipped. You learn when you're little to cut away from yourself, but he obviously forgotten that. He had two stitches and couldn't pitch for two days. It pushed back his next start. Do you know what the DVD was? (laughs) If it was the notebook, I'd be really upset. If it was something (laughs) along those lines. He didn't say. What an idiot. In the notebook, you'd want it to be a good DVD. That's the detail that should have got, if you really wanted to embarrass him, out DVD notebook. Notebook. Now, Derek Rose, the Chicago, or originally Chicago Bulls, when he was his rookie season at the Chicago Bulls, he had a heap of injuries over the time, but it sort of set the tone early as a rookie when one day he was enjoying an apple. He was cutting up the apple in bed, as you do. And he said, it was a silly incident. I was cutting up some food, which was an apple. I laid the knife gently on the bed and I went to get a bottle of water, came back, forgot the knife was there and sat down and sliced my arm. He required 10 stitches. Never eat in bed, I think is the moral of the story. <laughs> it's, just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Sometimes you can uh, do silly things. This is, I would put this as an injury that you could easily sustain, okay. right? So this is Jimmy Johnson was a NASCAR driver. Yeah. And he decided that sitting inside a golf cart was a bit boring. 
right? So instead, he got on top of the cart. <laughs> and when the driver hit a curb, he went flying several feet over and broke his left wrist. He's like a golf course barnstormer. Remember the old barnstormers who <laughs> yeah. used to attach themselves to the top of biplanes and then go, well, this is unbelievable. It's not a good one, is it? Jimmy Johnson, is he a member of Jackass? <laughs> it's not a good one. There's so many that they just do and you think, yeah. how could this even happen? From falling off a golf uh, buggy, there was a Giants manager in, in baseball, Roger Craig, and he – once came to work and had a very cut hand Mm. and the media said how'd you do that and he goes i cut it on a bra strap (laughs) and they said would you care to expand on that and he said no no let's just say and he said things um, got away from me the lights (laughs) were out circumstances weren't ideal and they said, oh, well, why don't you, know, why, will you expand on what happened? And he goes, no. And he goes, I just don't feel like making up a story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's one of the great ones, right? That's what, that makes a lot that's of sense. That's the attitude. Stare them down. Yeah, just say, yeah, well, business. this is what happened. I've given you all the information you need, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Uh, there was a guy, a Norwegian soccer player, who's a defender for the national team for a very long time, Sven Grondelen, and he was out for a run one day. That's not particularly exciting so far, so for good. anyone. <laughs> but while he was out for a run, he somehow managed to run into a moose. <laughs> the oh. co- collision caused him to roll down a hill and sustain a cut on his left leg. He was out for quite some time. Ran into a moose. He ran into a moose. How was the moose injured? <laughs> the moose was strangely fine. Had an ACL on his left antler. <laughs> well, hang on, where was he? Where was he running? He's in Norway and he's going for a run. A moose. Can I think that's it. a you, – you kind of get injured by the wildlife in your local area. To give you a context of this, back in 1989 in the uh, Australian Football League, a yeah. uh, footballer played for the then Brisbane Bears – Yes. His name was Mike Richardson. You might remember him. He had a side job mm. as so while he's playing football. Yeah, I was still semi-professional a bit in those days. Yes, he had a side job feeding sharks at SeaWorld. <laughs> okay, so during a feeding show in front of a live audience, he's bitten by a two point five meter long grey nurse shark. He was holding a fish that just came up and bit him. <laughs> Right. I don't want to see the funny side back at back at the football. Yeah, they didn't see the funny side because he complained that the Bears weren't doing enough. This is the the football team, the Bears, weren't doing enough to help him through his recovery. Hmm. A recovery that they didn't cause. It's nothing to do with him. Yeah. It's not a workplace accident. <laughs> so he complains in the media. Mike Richardson complains in the media. They're not doing enough to help my yeah. recovery. Shane O'Sullivan, the general manager of the club, says, if he says that to me, I'll tear shreds off him. <laughs> Hasn't that he's already o- happened? <laughs> Hasn't the shark already done that? He said, he's okay. He was in the office yesterday. He was limping, but he's not dead. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be fine. I'll spend a couple of weeks in the twos. Australian rules football's got some great injuries. Mm-hmm. Some are a bit weak. You remember Jeremy Howe once said he'd injured his hand throwing a frisbee with his dog? That's right. <laughs> wow. It's a bit, bit of a loose one. Like, yeah. One of the weirder ones was Stevie Johnson and when he was playing for Greater Western Sydney, he had a delayed start to his season because he ruptured a tendon in his thumb 
claiming to reach in his bag for his phone. Required surgery. Wow. That sounds like a drunken escapade gone that, wrong. I'm not just quiet. I want an eyewitness account of that. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't always uh, work that well in AFL. There was uh, Brad Johnson, a famous footballer who – got to say this. Got run over by a golf cart. Got run over by a and golf cart. At but training. He was at training. He was already recovering from a calf injury. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing there at training. And he got training, mowed down. And the guy in the drinks cart, like a golf cart, just runs into him. And from behind. Him got him from, from behind. behind. He didn't see it coming. Just completely takes him out. Which is it was a hit and run too. I don't think he hung around. <laughs> just kept That's going. a sheepish day at the office, isn't it? Oh, and he's a star player. He's a star player. He's just taken out the star player who's already injured and he's close to coming back. You extend it. And then you're you're the guy who just drives the drink cart. That's a bad day at the office. Re injuring an injury is a terrible sure. thing. So um Moses Alou, who uh, played baseball, he fell off a treadmill and tore his ACL. So bad. So he's running on it. It's like the fell off it, it, it. Did his knee. Right? He's re- rehabilitating it and he's almost ready to come back. But he then, while recovering, he's back well enough to be riding a bike, he runs over his son with a bicycle. Son's fine. He, however, has destroyed his knee further and misses the whole rest of the... And gave his son a bike. <laughs> How dare you get in my way? Idiot. <laughs> so his sons, and you think about how much that probably cost him, given the salaries of those guys. Yeah. Baseball's got a lot because they do stupid things. They've got a lot of spare There's time. spare time on their hands. This is the perfect spare time one. Yeah. Uh, Greg Harris, playing for Texas, he had to miss two games, right, due yeah. to an elbow inflammation, which, which can happen. Pitching, the, was it? No. He was flicking sunflower seeds at a friend in the dugout during the game. <laughs> And he just was flicking so many. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that he just. That, that's up there. The most embarrassing ones are the ones in goal celebrations. Here's an example of that. In baseball, when you hit a walk off hit, so you hit the winning run in basically, yes. and the game ends, they walk around, run around the bases. And then usually when they're met at home plate, they're all mobbed and celebrated with yeah. their teammates. And then the tradition is to then either throw a bucket of water over them. Or to hit them in the face with a shaving cream pie. <laughs> right. Traditions, yes, yeah, that's a tradition, right? Chris Coglin, he once did it to his teammate Wes Helms, who hit a um, walk-off uh, run, and while doing it, he twisted his left knee, and he needed surgery to repair the damage and missed the final ten weeks of the season. This is in 2010. Yeah. It took until 2014 until he was able to carve out something like an actual no. career again. Kendra Morales, he hit a grand slam for a walk-off for a win. And when he landed on home plate, he jumped up high and land, put both feet down on home plate and broke his left ankle straight away. <laughs> and it robbed the him of his prime. Oh, no. Some are not even as lucky as to get that far into a game, though. Yeah. There was a guy called Turk Edwards. Now, Turk is a Hall of Fame lineman for uh, Washington Redskins, as they're then called. Very good player. One time he goes out to do the coin toss. Yeah. And so he does the coin toss, decide what end to go to, and then he shakes hands with the uh, opposing captain. And as he turns, his spikes got stuck in the turf and his knee gave way and he never played again. The coin toss. Just from doing that, which is not not good at all. Have the game has begun. <laughs> Another guy, Dustin Penno, played for the LA Kings. 
he once uh, got injured. He did his back. Yeah. When bending over to eat some pancakes that his wife had made. <laughs> Like bending forward. <laughs> yeah, he bent forward. He must have been bobbing for pancakes. He said that after it, it hurt so much because he said his wife had made some delicious pancakes. <laughs> he said his wife then had to help him get dressed and get him to the uh, to the ice hockey rink to play. Unbelievable. <laughs> Another guy uh, who's the NL Rookie of the Year in baseball, Clint Barnes, he did his back by carrying deer meat, a big bag of deer meat, venison. <laughs> from For what purpose? A friend of his enjoyed hunting and gave it to him and he uh, carried it. He said he's known for deer meat for the rest of his life. That's his nickname. Everyone, say, everyone says it to him. In the NFL, Cleveland Browns right tackle Orlando Brown, he was uh, whistled for a false start in a December 1999 game, right, which is pretty yeah. normal. Now, in American football, as you know, they throw a flag for a penalty. Yeah, correct. And the pe- flag is like, it's think of it like a, it's like usually yellow. It's sort of like yeah. a handkerchief, a bit yeah, bigger. Uh, it's got a bit of wood on it. It's, well, usually what they do is they to stop it just flying away when the umpire throws the flag, yeah. what they do is they put some ball bearings in the handkerchief and then, put some rubber band around it so it sort of creates a weight, you yeah. know, that it sort of things. As this gets called, um, it strikes Brown, goes through his <laughs> face marks and strikes him in the right eye and he's legally blind in that eye for several no. years. It took three seasons before he was medically cleared to return to action. When it happened, he tried to attack the umpire. Oh, I bet he did. That. So he was sidelined. He couldn't play again just because it struck him in the eye. That's a freak accident. Yeah, that's a freak accident, right? So that's a terrible injury. Now, the thing about it is the league suspended him for trying to attack the referee, but they lifted the suspension after it was found that he'd been temporarily blinded. They kind of went, oh, yeah, the umpire probably asked him. <laughs> he probably had good cause. He sued the league for $200 million. How do you go? He got between $15 million and $25 million in 2002 was the... Uh, probably a fair call of those guys because they don't have any injury. They don't get paid by their clubs if they're injured. They often they? don't have, like, unless their contract stipulates it and I think their union has some. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're... They, and that costs him a lot of money, right? Like, totally. That's a long time to to not get to play. Yeah. Speaking of eyes, Kirk Broadfoot, who was playing, he he was at home and he was trying to cook, like to boil an egg, right, or poach an egg rather, right? So, And he went, this is taking too long. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. it takes about 10 minutes, right? So he thought, well, why don't I just do it in a fraction of the time in the microwave? So he puts it in the microwave and then he decides, I'll check its status, you know. I'll open up the microwave and look. And it exploded and squirted hot liquid into his face. Scalded his t- cheek. He he was out basically for quite some time, except he'd already had a foot injury, so it didn't really matter. It would be like a hand grenade blowing up in your face or something. Oh, yeah. Well, Jean-Pierre Paul, who played for in the NFL, he did the same where he blew off his hand basically with a firework. Because that's America, right? That's the most. That's America. <laughs> Going back to the 1930s, there was a guy called Clarence Blethen. Now, his nickname was Climax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, he lost most of his teeth at a very young age. Okay. This is back in the 30s, right? So before fluoride and everything. So he had dentures, which well, you know, makes sense. Makes sense. And he would often 
keep them in the, his back pocket to intimidate opposing batters apparently. His dentures in the back pocket. Yeah, so that's what he'd do, right? So one time when he's playing, <laughs> he, he was running the bases and he dove in a second base and the teeth bit his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, and they've got the bite marks to prove it. They can do the bite pattern. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The dental records were Man clear. bites himself in the ass. It was removed. It's a headline you'll never, ever, never see top. again in any circumstances. It says here he was removed from the game for excessive bleeding. <laughs> Taken off under the blood rule. It's, it's not what you want. This has happened a few times. There was a college basketball called Lionel Simmons who played for LaSalle. Mm. He got tendonitis in his hand from playing too much of Nintendo's new Game Boy when it came out. Rio Ferdinand, the Manchester United defender, he injured his knee because he sat there for four hours with it watching television with it resting up on the table, not moving, and did his knee, (laughs) which is not good. (laughs) Again, too much spare time, these guys. Way too much spare time. This is where it's all coming from. This is probably one of the weirder sort of ones uh, that you could have. Far away. There is a famous Adelaide Crows player, and you will know this incident. I think you've talked about this before. Nigel Smart. Nigel Smart played for the Adelaide Crows, and (laughs) they were having a pre-season camp. So in the AFL, they have pre-season camps. They decide to get the team away, and they bond together and share experiences so when the season begins, they're all in a, in a kind of brotherhood. Yeah, they're all on the, the one side. They all kind of feel good about There's A lot of trust other. exercises. A lot of trust. And, and stuff. It's all that. This probably broke the trust where it was set up by the club for him to do, and you would have seen this on movies and things like this, where you, where you walk across a bed of hot coals. Hot coals. <laughs> they, it's a bit of theatre too. There's a bit going on. They have to be hot coals, but they can't be like, they have to have been there for a certain amount of time. Is that what then, where they went wrong? Is that? well, I don't know what they did, but <laughs> then you, and you've got to stamp your feet in a certain way so that, that you right. So you got to do it kind of. It's you not push into it. You don't go. It's not like hot sand where you kind of run ooh, over. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so there's a bit to it. I think there's a bit to it. Right, because it didn't work because he popped <laughs> severe burns to the soles of his feet and missed several weeks. And the footage is hilarious. The footage is hilarious. You it's can, on YouTube you can, everywhere. You can see the moment. It dawns on him about halfway down yeah. the cricket pitch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is not good. This is not good. And this he makes happening. it to the end and falls over while people rush to put his feet out, basically. Also, the worst thing for him was... You know, his nickname was Smart. So everyone basically, he never really lived that down ever, did so he? There was another think? one, I think it was in the NRL, the Rugby League Australian. Yeah. And it was, I think, Melbourne Storm who went horse riding in the Victorian Highlands and a, and a guy called Robbie Kearns. Yeah. His horse got frightened <laughs> and charged <laughs> off down the hill. He came off it and missed half a season. See, that's a good team bonding exercise. Yeah, see, that's not good. That's not what you want. Anything involving horses is going to end in trouble. High country. (laughs) That's man from Snowy River territory. Uh, Now, Aston Villa forward Darius Vassell, he missed three games in 2002 for an interesting thing. He'd suffered a swollen toast. That was the injury, right? Yeah. So that's not great. It was a mess down there. And he thought to himself, well, 
I can see the blood building up, pooling under the nail, mm. and that it's swelling, and it's he's, not. He's fine. not going to take matters into his own hands here. So he took matters into oh, his own hands. Don't do it. <laughs> Got out um, right. a power drill, <laughs> <laughs> which is the only reasonable thing to do. And thought I'll relieve the pressure. Well, you'd be surprised to learn, Mick, that did not. <laughs> <laughs> that did not relieve the pressure at all. How long was he out for? He was out for quite some time with yeah. that one. That's not a good one. Um, well, that is a good one. Power drill to the – what do you think was going to happen? I, I know. That's one where you kind of go – his manager said he really shouldn't have been trying to sort the problem out himself. There are people on the staff readily available <laughs> to treat these sort of problems. Maybe the understatement of the year. Because you can maybe go and see the doctor. Nah, I've got this. No, no, I'm going to go see a tradie instead. <laughs> My mate's just renovating his house. He'll be out here. He'll be He can do it. <laughs> the, the, the oh, that makes that's like a form of torture. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Colorado Rockies outfielder Carlos Gonzalez had to leave a game early, and this is only in 2011, because he accidentally swallowed his chewing tobacco. <laughs> he said he started to feel dizzy and dehydrated. This is baseball, right? Baseball. Is baseball the only game that where chewing tobacco is a thing? Well, they always, yeah, pretty much. They chew Maybe tobacco NASCAR. and now they do, they do sunflower seeds and things like that now because the tobacco is obviously. It's there's been sponsoring. a little bit of research that says that tobacco is not good for you. Get out. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> I knew you'd be a bit shocked about that one, but they say it's true. They always just have a thousand or one of these in baseball because they're always something. Now, another one that I was always worried, these are ones that are interesting, that there was a goalkeeper in, in the Scottish League. He plays for the Queen of the South, so a lower Scottish yeah. side. He once was visiting his dad's farm in 2018 and a runaway cow ran into <laughs> him, <laughs> causing him to miss quite a few no, games. I saw that coming. It's just well, at least it wasn't a moose. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there was another guy um, who was a defender in soccer. He played for Heronveen, uh, Rami Kaib, and he actually broke his jaw mm. and missed quite a few games from biting into a carrot. <laughs> it's a raw carrot, right? <laughs> I mean, a cooked carrot, that, then you're weak. But yeah, I can understand a raw carrot if it's Got a particular snap to it, or it's been snap frozen. They think he'd been hit in the jaw during a match, like clash heads weeks before, and that, <laughs> he broke his jaw eating and, a carrot. And and, the, and there'd been stress <laughs> fracture or something there. That he went at the biting into the carrot, and that was the. This is why I say to kids: don't eat vegetables. Don't eat. Do not. <laughs> it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous food. <laughs> Stick to donuts. <laughs> Stick to. Marty uh, Korodova, who played for the Baltimore Orioles, he once decided, as a baseballer who's in the sun all the time, yes. decided what he needed was a, a session in a tanning bed, a solarium. The yes. only problem was he fell asleep in the, <laughs> in the solarium and got severely burned. Fell asleep? There should be someone monitoring You'd that. Think you don't someone. let a guy. Of course you're going to go to sleep in a tanning salon. Yeah. If you go to lie on the beach, you get yeah, that's it's not warm, his fault. It's nice. Yeah, well, anyway. The interesting thing is he had an interesting injury time off in that he wasn't allowed to play during the day, so he could only play <laughs> night games. <laughs> I love it. They said you, the way the, the, the doctor said you can't go in the sun. It will hurt you if you go in the sun. So he just played night games for a while. 
That's hilarious. Uh, on the other extreme of being burned like that, Ricky Henderson, who's the all-time leading steel leader in baseball, he once fell asleep with an ice pack on his foot and got frostbite and had to miss three games. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not great. I reckon I would have thought the pain of oh, that would wake you up. Oh, yeah. Frostbite. I think nah, to be that out. out, he must have, you know, now, these are the ones, these are probably going to be the ones that some of our, at least half our listeners are going to find these hard. Ken Griffey Jr. once missed a game after pinching his right testicle between his leg and his protective cup. That'll hurt. That'll hurt. That'll do it. The worst injury of that is a guy who you would know well, David Lloyd, uh, nicknamed Bumble, the cricketer. Bumble, the cricketer, yes, indeed. English cricketer. Uh, he was one of the greats for England, really. Indeed. Um, and he once copped the hit. He was playing in the Ashes. Against Australia. Jeff Thompson. Jeff Thompson and Dennis Lilly was facing. So yeah. it is a Tomo one. So this is so for people who don't know cricket, Jeff Thompson and Dennis Lilly in the 70s basically were terrorized batsmen. Fast bowlers. So in cricket, you have spin bowlers or fast yeah. bowlers. Incredibly fast. It's like bowlers. imagine your baseballer with a fast ball, it could kill you. And very and very you know, again, and Tomo was the fastest in the world. And Tomo stage. was the fastest. So Dennis was probably more accurate, and but Tomo's speed was just uh, it was frightening. Frightening. Bumble tells the story. He's facing Tomo, and Tomo bowls one of his lightning bolts <laughs> down, hits him. Right, and the wedding tackle, yeah. right? But they wear a box. Yeah. And this is how Bumble describes it. He said that the box that they wore at the time was inadequate for the task at hand. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we wore little pink plastic boxes at the time which were totally unsuitable for the job. He said that when the ball hit him in the box, <laughs> yes. it cracked open the box. <laughs> And what I had inside fired through before the box snapped shut again like a guillotine coming down. <laughs> Even after 32 years, I lose my voice just thinking about it. <laughs> there's retired hurt and then there's retired hurt. Oh, that brings a tear to my eye. That's a famous story now because he generally does struggle to retell the story or relive the moment. Oh, and you <laughs> would. I mean, talk about. And naturally everyone else just falls around laughing because that's the contract when it comes to men being hit in the nuts. Yeah, it's you know funny it for everyone else. And you're glad it's not you. <laughs> Do you know my favourite cricketing factoid around that is the one about how in cricket they invented the box Yes. To protect down there. Yes. And this just sums up men's thinking. It took them another hundred years to invent the helmet. <laughs> Let's just get our house in order. <laughs> yeah. Box tick. That just sums up men's <laughs> the yeah. men thought process. A guy called played for the Toronto Blue Jays, Glenn Allen Hill, he once had an amazing injury where one night he was an arachnophobia guy, yeah. fear of spiders in a massive way. He once had a nightmare. So there wasn't an actual spider, but he had a nightmare that he was being chased by spiders yeah. and got out of the bed and ran while still asleep and went through a glass table. And he said, I had a phobia about spiders in the nightmare. I was trying to get away from them. He said, I bounced off a wall, climbed 10 stairs in the apartment, when I woke up, I was on the couch with my wife and she was screaming, honey, wake up. And he'd gone through a glass thing. He had to show up the next day at the Skydome on crutches and had to be treated wow. in a hospital. That's a bad case of arachnophobia. 
this is a guy called Brian Anderson, another baseballer. He tells the story of uh, an injury he got. He said he was watching a game in the hotel room. Yeah. And he was ironing his shirt. <laughs> so he's watching on the TV. my favorite. So on the sort of off the field. Yeah. <laughs> As he's doing this, he says, I was getting ready to iron a shirt. And he goes, those uh, irons you plug in, he turned it on. And then for a while he said, I'd wait five minutes to use it. He said, I uh, didn't know if it was actually working. I was watching Sunday Night Baseball. I picked up the iron, held it to my face to feel the heat. And I was also trying to look around the corner of the iron to watch the game. <laughs> and I just put my cheek right on it. It didn't take much, but it fried the side of my face. <laughs> he said, what are you going to do? You idiot. <laughs> he burned himself on the face. With an iron because he was trying what, to watch Watching it. television. There's no more male thing almost in history. Now, I've saved the best for last in that this is the most stupid thing you no. can do. Very last one. An NFL player, Plexico Burris. This was well known at the time. His injury is he went into a nightclub with a gun shoved down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, of course... His gun goes off and he shoots himself in the leg, which was basically the end of his career. But why he was he taking a over. gun to a nightclub? Well, this it's America. Is the thing. Yeah. It's America. You know why wouldn't you? And uh, it was a self-inflicted uh, gun. Self-inflicted wound. Wound. He so goes, no the one prosecutor got involved because he wasn't meant to be carrying. Obviously, they take it. And it was view. concealed. It was concealed in a nightclub. And the following two years, he ended up um, serving jail time for criminal possession of a weapon. Not played, for that instance. Yeah, for that. And he only played um, 20 more games the rest of his career. That is a shit night out. <laughs> that is a terrible... You've gone from strutting around like king of the world to <laughs> blowing it up. And what, at least in his defence, he didn't iron his own face. No. That to me is I would have made stupidity. <laughs> Man, when you put them all back to back like that, it's quite a tableau of <laughs> sports injuries. Uh, there, sh- there should be like, you know, they have a Hall of Fame Academy. Yeah. There should be sports injury. Well, I'm sure people can museum send some somewhere. In there's more out there. And I've got to say, my long term theory is athletes should be kept in stables like horses. Just yeah. to just to protect themselves, you know, give them access to UFC and just on pay per views and a PlayStation. A padded very- cell. <laughs> Keep them in a padded room where there's no danger to anyone, <laughs> and get them out in the field. Titus O'Reilly, you've done it again. Thank you very much. If you want to get in touch with us, there's so many ways. Go to our website, sportsbazaar.com. You can contact us there. All the social medias and get kept up to date with what we're doing. And if you can, go on to Apple Podcasts and. Follow us there, but leave a rating. That has a huge impact on us in the charts and people finding us. So uh, thanks once again for listening, and we will see you next week.